after a almost two month break, shamefully, this is Man Up, UK men's mental health podcast. My name is Andy Richardson and sitting opposite me is the very, very, um, I had a word in my head. You see, that's how rusty. That's how, that's how long it's been. That's, that's how, how rusty. Yeah, because normally I think of a word beforehand. Um, I was going to say, um, very, very regretful, Tommy Dankwa. The regretful Tommy Dankwa. And the reason why he's feeling regretful because he too feels bad that we haven't done this for about a month and a half. I feel neglected. I feel lost and abused. Do you, yeah. What you feel neglected is the listeners that feel neglected. We are the ones who've been neglecting them. It's not all about them, Andy. It's also about me. No. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a long time, hasn't it, mate? Yeah, but there have been. We, we do have our reasons, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're both busy, busy boys. Yeah, well, this time of the year is the busiest time of the year for me. I've got, because um, I'm studying, you might know I'm doing a, um, a music degree and uh it's that crunch time of the year when you've got um, exams, you've got assessments, um, you're working on other people's assessments, you know, because you're at a music college and there's recitals and you're, you're, you're you know, you're rehearsing for them on their re- recitals. And I mean, no one told me it's going to be like you're going to be rehearsing every week for these blooming recitals. Um, so there's that. And then my work is the busiest time of the year because just before the summer break, people get try and get loads as much in as possible so i've been working absolutely flat out mm. so the honest truth is i haven't had much time for this really you yeah. know that's yeah. how sad i don't how about you well no similar thing similar thing with um work life parenting trying to juggle it all it is really difficult and also yeah. my my work's changed i'm working a lot of night times now right so i'm finding that in itself is slightly you know it's difficult. You don't finish work, get home till yeah, you know, one, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and you're sort of trying to do what you need to do in the day that you didn't do because you're working. So trying yeah. to squeeze a day into the morning plus working is yeah. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong, it's all good, but yeah, it's definitely difficult. So I don't hold it against you, mate. I don't. I don't hold it against you either. Thank you. And I Thank hope you. the listeners, you don't hold it against us. Um, yeah, forgive us, guys. Yeah, I mean. Uh, well, as a result of, of of us sort of working ourselves to the bone and, and other things, we both um, had a little bit of a sort of wobble, haven't we, really? Yeah. 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 Um, tell us about your 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 wobble, what's been happening in, in your life and how you've um, how you've sort of addressed it and, uh, you know, overcome it, because yeah. that, hopefully that will give the listeners a little bit of help. Yeah, I hope so. Well, do you know, to be honest with you, mate, I am. Um... It completely caught me off guard. It really did because I started to, um, I was feeling really good and I started to post really positive things and sort of trying to do something good every day. You know, the idea of doing something good every day of the year so that you feel great. And I was doing it and I was feeling really good and I was going back over old pictures of me, the boys and the wife and... I was feeling like I was doing a really positive thing and putting a lot of goodness out into the universe. And um, I just, I I realized that I was tired and I thought, because my kids had been ill. So I thought I was, maybe I was trying to fight off a bug, but I was struggling to get out of bed. 
and I put it down to working late, maybe being ill, you know, um, and just like, you know, not doing the simple things in my home, like, you know, when you've got a family between yourself and your partner, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done when you've got two young kids. And I just wasn't, I was doing a job, but I was doing half a job, you know, like doing the laundry, not putting it away and just things that, you know, normally I'd get quite upset about if my wife didn't do that. I'm like, well, why have you taken stuff out of the tumble dryer and not put it away? What's the point in that, you know? And I, and I was doing it and it wasn't until she sort of pulled me up and was like, are you all right? You know, and I thought, and here's another thing that I've realized when I'm feeling or going into a spiral, everything I think is like, it's her fault, you know? So if she's pulling me up on something that's quite simple, like, you know, which is reasonable. Why have I not done the job properly? Oh, she's always nagging me. Yeah, my life would be so much better if she just left me alone. And, and I start having thoughts like that. I just want to be by myself. I don't want to be with anyone. I'll be happy if I was by myself. And all these thoughts were coming, and she just sort of tagged me. He's like, Oi, what's up? You know? And is it, when I sort of sat down and started speaking about it and putting the pieces together, well, ah, I've not been getting up out of bed. And I've not been, you know, feeling like I've got any energy. And yeah, I just put the pieces together, and it just sort of like once I sort of realized it, it just sort of like, whoa, it was. But, you know, at the same time, I was doing things that I thought were good, positive things. But so when I say it was like it caught me by surprise, it really did caught me, catch me by surprise, you know. Um, and as a result, I just had a few days of, well, I'll say a few days. It was longer than that this time, actually, because, because I didn't see the signs. It took me a while to kind of re-collaborate, you know, recalibrate, sorry. <laughs> Cleverate and listen. <laughs> Taking it back to the nineties <laughs> with some vanilla ice references there. <laughs> uh, there you go. We're getting done for copyright now. Um sure we'd be all right. But, uh, but um yeah, so it, it's taken me a fair while to get back on track and to get back to a level where again I'm you know, I can sort of be grateful for things that I've got and see the you know how how blessed i am you know um but yeah it, yeah it took a while it did take a while and it was just reverting back to the basics you know things that we've spoken about before in earlier podcasts if you've li been listening since the beginning you know the miracle morning doing the meditations the affirmations and stuff like that the exercising is so key for me you know especially the yoga it's been massive and i think the last sort of hurdle has been actually taking myself out of my house and doing yoga in the front room. I went to a French studio and I will shamelessly plug it, uh, a yoga collective UK, uh, Amy Garcia Marshall, absolute legend. And um, it's really helps me to sort of get into a more positive headspace and start seeking out new reading materials as well, which has been a new thing, I think something for me that always helps. You know, there's so many times I can read my being happy book but um you know i've uh i've delved into a new book as well uh you know maybe we'll do more on that later but um yeah so you slowly slowly coming together and i'm feeling and do you know what mate 
I miss doing this because we've said it before. It's like doing a therapy session because we true. talk yeah. or we hear somebody else's story and we sort of, you know, we just, it, but I, you know, I'll, I'll never underestimate how grateful I am for doing this podcast with you. It really yeah. does help. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. I, always, I mean, I, I never do this podcast and come out feeling worse than when I start doing it. Yeah. I always feel a lot better. So basically, it's all about us. It's you know, it's not for it's not for you lot. We do it because of us. Really. <laughs> totally selfish reasons. <laughs> what about you, man? Because I know, I know you've had a, a bit of a wobble as well, haven't you? Well, yeah, because because I yeah because I've I've over I overdid it. It was it was so stupid of me because I took on this job working for this law firm, and they hit me with deadlines and i'm not great with deadlines I'm, I'm 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 great with them in the fact that i always work to them and, and get things done but i hate having the stress of things needing to be done by a certain time and they you know i was told i was going to film one uh interview with a head man at this law firm and then edit it and then maybe do one more thing and then when i got there they said um We've got five, we've got seven videos for you to do. Um, and they need to be done by yesterday. And rather than me being, you know, pushing back and saying, I'll do what I can do, you know, only eight hours in the day. I worked until sort of 11, 11.30 at night. I got up early to do it, you know, to do it. Um, didn't have much of a break. And whenever I'm staring, I think I mentioned this before, but whenever I stare at screens for a long time, really drains me and really sort of affects my brain quite badly plus that same week i had to do this um uh, assessment at college that had, we had to do a mix of something an original piece of music and um uh, and, and write a production diary now because of timings and because other people booked the studio so i could i could only do it on this bloody busy week that the mix down and that's really that was really intensive and i came in i sat and did this mix down and I did it for about four hours, um, nonstop. And suddenly, about three hours in, I got this massive adrenaline rush, this massive sort of, you know, because I, I, I could feel myself sort of feeling a bit shit. But, I, but because I had these deadlines, I just ignored it, I ignored it, I ignored it. And then I had this massive adrenaline rush, uh, lightheadedness where I had to sort of stand up and I sort of grabbed hold of the side of a table. And... I know that that sort of adrenaline rush, that extreme stress and anxiety in the past would have led to a full-on panic attack. But because I knew what it was, I, you know, did some, did some deep breathing, just, you know, let it pass, got away from the computer for a little while, and it was okay. But ever since that, then, because I had a wobble, I, I get really, really disappointed in myself if I, if I don't think that I'm constantly moving in the right direction and it felt like a real setback for me and stupidly you know like uh you know if i can take a sort of step back i can see that it was bound to happen it was obvious that that was going to happen i'm only human after all and you know i'm susceptible to to that sort of thing but at the time and a few days afterwards i really i, I was really sort of down about it because i thought shit all that great work i've been doing having the counseling and stuff it's just it's led to me being back to square one again, which is, of course, of course, is bollocks. You know, I've not got back to square one again, but it felt like a real wobble, and it felt like a real, um, yeah, it was, it was quite depressing, really. But, um, 
but it's fine you know i, I you know I, I mean it's still in a busy period now but i've got um it'll all be over in like sort of a week's time and you know i'm looking forward to the summer i've got some a couple of really good um exciting jobs abroad in the summer and um you know i'm looking forward to taking a bit of time off nice. basically yeah Very yeah nice. but it it just really it really sort of proved to me the importance of uh taking time out for yourself you know properly taking time out for yourself and properly looking after yourself and no matter what's going on no matter how busy it is you know just you know eat well get enough sleep that's the other thing and there was a couple of nights where i didn't i couldn't sleep that really fucks me up that really does if i don't sleep it's so important um i'd like to get uh, at some point in the future i'd like to get a, a sleep um expert in and they can tell us about what goes on in your brain when it comes to sort of not getting any sleep and that you know well there you go if you are listening and you are a sleep expert please hit us up yeah Definitely. it'd be nice to hear from you all our uh, social medias are online up and running go yeah. on andy give us one well no well that, that's what i was going to maybe we'll do maybe we'll do that at the end because i realize <laughs> i realize that we, we we've been terrible at um saying what our social media thing is and, and you know, we are desperate to be liked and shared. Um, we, uh, you know, we're not pr too proud to say it. We want, we, we want the love to be shared and we want to be, you know, we want to get ourselves out there a bit. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll announce the links and, and, and spread the word if, if you're enjoying this. Do you know what I was going to say? Um, going back to, like, we both said that we've had, like, you know, little hiccups, little blips in it. Um you said you got really, you know, felt it was quite depressing. You felt quite down about it and stuff like that. I actually, I actually feel quite empowered by it at the moment because, you know, and I, I started to liken it to, and this is a boxing reference for those of you that don't know. I, uh, I, I used to box. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, but you know, when you have a, a fight or a boxing match, sometimes you get hit hard, and your knees go. And, uh, you know, you don't fall down, but the ref will sort of, you know, stop and while you're on your feet, give you a standing eight count. He'll count to eight, yeah. let you clear your head, yeah. and then you can continue. So what I like to think of these as is like when, or if they do happen, I say to myself, right, it's a standing eight count. Take a breath, regroup, get yourself together, find your balance again, and on we go again. You know, it's not over yet. It's not over yeah. And yeah. uh, you know, and it's that sort of gives me quite a bit of encouragement. You know, the standing eight count. Yeah, analogy. that's a quite. I like that analogy. The, sta yeah. the standing. The, so yeah, the standing eight count. The standing eight count. So we've both taken standing eight count. We will continue, and we will be champions. We, we will be back again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so so yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. Um, so we 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 um we, we, now. I know we said we'll get a guest in every week. Um. But we ain't got one this time. But <laughs> but we do have we do have about sort of twelve guests in the fact that um we did we went out on the street and um interviewed some people about something which we'll 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 mention a bit later, but we don't have a guest this week. But we thought because uh, it's been ages, uh, we'll have a proper catch up and um and we'll some discuss just random things. Um one of the things I wanted to dis discuss now, I know you haven't seen this yet, you haven't had a chance to see it, and I saw it last night. Was I wanted to discuss um, Kanye West? 
or ye, as he likes to be known or as yeah. th- these days. Um, so you and my wife are in cahoots on this, aren't you? Exchanging yes. messages behind my back. What's going on, Andy? Well, we've got a thing going on, <laughs> and that thing is uh, exchanging messages about mindfulness and and and, and mental mental health. Um, so yeah, yeah. So 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 Tommy's wife sent me a link. Um, it was the David Letterman series on Netflix, which was um, at my next guest needs no introduction and. He interviews various people. One of the guests that David Letterman had on the show um, was Kanye West. And he came out very recently. He didn't come out, sorry, in that, <laughs> in that sense. Uh, um, I think Kim would have something to say about that. I know. Um, he came out in the press uh, saying that he was diagnosed two years ago with bipolar disorder. Um, which sort of makes a lot of sense when you look at his sort of behaviour yeah. over the years, uh, you know, jumping on stage a couple of times during various MTV awards, um, sort of, uh, what else has he done? The sort of, you know, weird press conferences, changing his name. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a colourful character, shall we say. Yeah, su- supporting... Trump, although that's, I don't think that's got anything to do with bipolar disorder or whatever, just, you know, maybe, maybe poor taste, but, but that's, you know, but Here we go. I, I won't get political. <laughs> um, Here we go. um, and it made me, yeah. And so, so it's a good watch. Um, he, he does sort of go off sort of ranting a little bit. It goes off on sort of a few tangents here and there, but it did sort of, it sort of made me feel a little bit sort of more sympathetic to him, really, you know. Um, mm. And he spoke about, uh, they talk about taking drugs for, um, me- medication, should I say, for um, the disorder. And David Letterman talks about the fact that he, I think David Letterman has had depression. So he talks about taking SSRIs um, as well. And they talk about the benefits and the, not the benefits of medication. Um, but I think it's a really good watch and I think any, any of our listeners sh- should watch it and uh, it's quite, you know, it's quite entertaining anyway, but it's sort of, yeah, there's a, there's a, a few sort of insights in there, you know, and, and, uh, it made me think about, you know, obviously being famous, you're in the public eye, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of pressure on there. You know, we spoke about Tyson Fury in the past and, yeah. uh, Keith Flint as well, um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Does he um does he go into you know the the um obviously bipolar? You're on well, one moment you're manic depressed, and the other you're on like a complete state of mania. Does he yeah. talk or delve yeah, into yeah. that? Yeah, he calls it his his ramp. So, um, he says when he's at the top of his ramp, that's when he's really on one and. You know, maybe the very top of his, his the ramp is when he does stuff like you know running on stage and things like that and all, all the sort of erratic behaviour. Yeah. But he says um, uh, it's also at his most creative time, and he, he also mentions about um, the creative process when when he's on drugs. He's 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 you know he's saying he's not very creative. So so that so he's as in medication, not yes. Yeah, sorry, 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 medication. You're not American. Sorry. 
Yeah, we're taking some drugs, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> but he's saying he's medication free now, and and because of because he wants the sort of creative process to, to sort of run, and he wants and, and he he says he sort of likes those ramps, as he calls it, and uh, you know he 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 says that he's lucky because um, he he thinks that his disorder is one of the sort of easier ones to manage, you know, in the grand scale of things. And he's saying, obviously, if someone's got schizophrenia and something like that, then, you know, you do need to take drugs. I've just had a um, very, very, very good friend of mine uh, diagnosed with schizophrenia, actually. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I think David Letterman on, this, on, on the show, he says, we know more about the universe than we know about the human how the human mind works and um whether that's true or not i don't know but i still think that sort of a lot of people get misdiagnosed with with, with things you know um i certainly think that i was slightly mis misdiagnosed with certain things when i was going through you know re really bad panic attacks and and um you know, I'm not sure the the sort of medication that I was prescribed was was definitely the the correct thing for me. You know, um, so yeah, yeah, it was it was it was it's it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. Well, I will catch up with that. I'm sure my wife will be, you know, making sure I do. Yes, in indeed. Um, so so the other thing I wanted to, wanted to talk about um, is uh, the way. Uh, the state of the world is affecting our mental health. Now, um, later later on, we 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 go out and we recorded this a while back. Now, um, uh, last last month or the month before, um, we went we're in the middle of all the sort of Brexit vote that was going on. Yes, there I've, I've said it. I've said the B word. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and um, I had a theory that we could um, that change the world. Well, no, of course we could change the world. Save England from one, hard Brexit. <laughs> one podcast at a time. Um, no, no, I had a theory that, that uh, Brexit was affecting our mental health and is make, making us all a bit depressed. Um, and, yeah, well, I'll let you listeners come up with your own conclusions after we've, we've played it. But I, I think safe to say I was probably wrong. <laughs> But I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I was trying. I was almost trying to put words into people's mouths. And I think, you know, personally, I I let things get to me a little bit much. I let things like Brexit um, get get to me. I'm not. I'm not like a hardened Ramona or anything like that. You know, I I, I accept the I accept the vote, and you know, I think we should leave. But I think we should do it sensibly. You know, and try and get the best deal possible. And you know, I mean, no one's ever going to be a hundred percent happy now. To be honest. Um, yeah. but also, you know, we've had climate change uh, as well. We've had the, the, the extinction rebellion protests, which I think were hugely successful. I, I went down there for a little bit myself and they've made climate change a real, um, uh, hot topic. At, oh, for want of a better phrase, a hot, hot topic for, 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 for politicians, you know, and that they've passed certain legislation as a result of that. So I think it's quite successful, but, um, yeah, I was thinking. I was, I was just thinking that you know, can politics, can the state of the world, you know, really affect our ment our mental health? You know, and um, 
I think it was probably probably yes. I think is, is I'd say so. What are your thoughts on on it all? Well, you know, me and my limited political knowledge is, uh, yep, red, blue, green, or yellow. Um, (laughs) Did you vote in the European election? No. I didn't even bother. Okay. quit. Fair enough. I fully quit. Um, No, but what I did see is, um, and this is going to wind drop chronically, I don't know, was it you that gave me the video or not? Uh, Someone sent me a video. On what? And it was how... Facebook have been putting target ads onto people. Um, I didn't send you that. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. I, oh, gosh. I'm opening up a can of worms here, haven't I? Go on. Um, and basically, I can't remember which area it was, but one area voted, you know, overwhelmingly for Brexit because they were sick and tired of uh, immigrants taking their jobs. They were sick and tired of you know, there had not been any money to fund things for their community. And uh, the, the, the journalist, I think she was from The Guardian, she went there because it was where she was from. And she was like, well, you know, there's, there's not loads of immigrants taking your jobs. There are a lot of jobs here. There's a lot of students here. We've got a brand new sort of sports facility being built here. So there's money being plowed into your... So where is all of these things you're complaining about. And it turns out that they've been having Facebook was targeting them with these adverts and, you know, propaganda, basically. Yeah. And all these young people have voted Brexit on these lies. But you can't retrace them. You can't, you know, see who's seen what. But they have been put out. And they're trying to make these social media companies accountable for it. But... It's 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 oh my god! It's a real minefield. I mean, I think can we have a fair election ever again? Well, we've been we de- definitely. I know people that have been radicalized through uh, Facebook. I know people that are very close to me that have been radicalized through Facebook, um, and I'm unwittingly as well. And people might say that about me, but I've always been a proper lefty. You know, way before Facebook was ever even conceived conceived of. I've always been a, like a, you know, I'm I'm a democratic. I'm a democratic socialist you know and and so i've always been a lefty and and um maybe yes some some of the stuff on facebook that i've sort of read might have sort of bolstered some of my opinions um but i know a lot of people have been radicalized um but by by social media and um i don't know i mean yeah can can we ever ever that's a very good question can we ever ever have a, a fair election again yeah what this has got to do with men's mental health i don't know but it's a good subject well, this to talk is the about. only thing that i've got on um, you know <laughs> politics i thought might be interesting and uh there you go but yeah no that's fine no um no i think something needs to be done um I'm, you know i know we had the gdpr thing you know um a couple of years a couple of years ago about data um storage and you know getting people's data and things like that and i think um you know i think the best way for for everyone is to not be on social media as much you know because initially it was something to like friends you reunited to try and join your friends Mm -hmm. together and that but it's just turned into this sort of mammoth thing this 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 out of control monster isn't it really well, it's, you know, like you said, you've got a lot of friends that have been radicalized. I've got friends that I love dearly, and they post some real, you know, things that just just completely out there. And I'm like, 
are you even my friend? If you're yeah. posting stuff like that, you know, yeah. are you, can we even be friends? Yeah. You know, do, do we have a relationship? Yeah. But you talk to them, you know, and then you realize that they don't really 100% believe in what they're, they're saying. They're just spouting out the same shit that other people are spouting yeah. out, you know. And, you know, if you talk to them about their sort of core values and stuff like that, you'll realize they're, they're, they're probably quite similar to yours, yeah. you know. So, I, you know, I don't think we should all sort of fall out. Uh, we do certainly need to sort of come together a lot more in this country, you know, because like, let's face it, like, Four years ago, no one was talking about Europe. But now, we're all like, oh, he's a leaver. Oh, he's a remainer. It's and then, so, so you know, this sort of stupid division of people, uh, it, it's like, you know, it's like bloody, it's like a football match, isn't it? It's like, oh, he's wearing red. He must be a so-and-so supporter. Oh, I'm going to beat him up. You know, it's just like, it's just like finding an excuse to, to have a, a, a sort of, barrier you know because you're not happy with yeah. certain things in your own life um there we go but yeah so but, is it causing us depression as a nation is it affecting our mental health well I, I i personally think so i mean what i would like to do uh and i i am I, I can safely say i'm pretty addicted to my phone and social media and stuff like that and i've been working really hard to try and get off it to try and you know like that 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 idea of the first thing you do in the morning last thing you, you do at night and you know you don't want it to be facebook or or whatever mm. and i find it really hard you know but but i think what the way forward for us as as men and as a nation to try and make it better for ourselves is to make social media work for us so if we want to if we've got a party or something put it up there you know spread the word for a party uh, if we've got something to promote, like a work thing or or this podcast or uh-huh. whatever, put it up there, promote your music, that sort of thing. But do not use it as your news source. Do not randomly scroll down on every everyone's thing um, because you will go into a quagmire. You will go into a, a social media black hole that you might not get out or out of for hours later. Easily done. Easily Guilty. done. Guilty. Exactly. Been there. I've done it. You know. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. And 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 how do you stop yourself from going through that quagmire? I think one way of doing that is posting less. Because if I, because I, whenever I post, I, you know, I think, oh shit, has anyone looked at that? You know, because I used to post every day, more than more than once a day sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I'll get on there and I'll scroll and I go, oh, how many likes have I got? You know, wanting, desperately needing those likes. But then while I'm posting it up, you know, I'll, I'll inevitably I'll see, oh, what's that? And have a little scroll. Half an hour later, I'm still there. So so I think the, one of the number one things to do is post less. Can I say something? Yeah, that go That sort of looking for likes and stuff like that. And I'm going to make a confession here that I've never told you. Okay. When we first launched the podcast, we put it on um, our Facebook pages. Yeah. I think I tagged you in one of the things or you tagged me. Or we both posted the same thing. Yeah, and I remember looking at it, and I was like, "Oh, so many people like this." And I looked at you, I was like, oh, "More people have liked Andy's one." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And then for the like that, that the rest of that day, I was looking at who had the most likes. No, Ge- yeah, genuinely. Really? Oh, and you won, by the way. Well, you, you won. I don't know what to say. You're the mo- you're the more popular of the duo. <laughs> Well, I don't think I am actually because I've seen some of the stuff you do, you know, the lovely comments you get on there. But it's not a competition, no, no. is it? 
<laughs> no, but but you make a really really good point. You know. Yeah. So so if you're gonna if you're gonna post or or post something and then leave it for the day. You know, post something in the morning before you go to work or when you know that you're not gonna. Don't post like say in your in your downtime when you've got a bit of time off because you're going to be constantly looking at stuff um, straight after that. Po if you're going to post something every day, do it in the morning when you're off to work or whatever where you can't look at it. So, so do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's good advice. That is good advice. Good idea. Oh, you know. I try. You're full of it, aren't you? I am full of, full of it. shit. Good ideas. Full of shit. Super ideas. <laughs> so anyway, um, let's... Uh, so, so I've mentioned the the Brexit thing. So we went out onto the streets um, and we spoke to members of the public in a very on a very rainy, um, horrible day. So maybe that the mood of the nation probably you know might have reflected the weather. But we went out and we spoke to men because uh, this is a men's mental health podcast, and we asked them what their thoughts on Brexit was. And whether it was affecting, uh, whether it was sort of affecting their relationships, and uh, when it, whether it was bringing them down or not, mm. and this is what happened. So typically, uh, we come out and do this street interview thing, and it's pissing it down. Great idea, Andy. Great idea. Yeah, <laughs> but we have the benefit of uh, Suffolk Station before we get uh, kicked kicked away. Um, we are slightly out of the rain, so that's all right. Anyway, enough. <laughs> is it, this isn't a weather report. Um, let's go. Let's try and find someone. Um, let's try and find some gentlemen. How about this? 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 This man here. Right. Should let's we, go we? straight in. Yep. Lovely. <laughs> Afternoon, sir. How are you? We are from the Man Up Men's Mental Health Podcast. I'm really sorry. I was a bit lost. Something. No worries. Okay. That's. Uh, yep. I see a pattern it's forming here. Do you remember the last time uh, no one spoke to me? Yeah, let's just cut to the chase and let's let you ask them first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I believe in you. I believe in you. You've got try, faith. Try this man. He's, All right, here yeah, we go. Okay, here we go. Two for two. <laughs> Good afternoon, sir. How are you? We are from the Man Up Men's Mental Health podcast and we are today finding out, is Brexit affecting you? How are you feeling about it? Is it affecting your mental health at all? Oh, hold on, yeah, go on. Not, not my mental health, but it is uh, affecting me big time, more from an employment standpoint. Uh, I just think everyone's uh, thinking about it in the city in terms of, um, you know, the impact it will have on finance across the board. So, uh, you know, the size of the city, it was impacted hugely back in 2009. Probably total size, 450,000 employees down to about 300. Uh, Post-Brexit, who knows how that will be impacted. So... There's already a sense of trepidation after 2009. This is only exacerbating it. Yeah, but you must... So in that case, it must be affecting you sort of... It must be stressing you out a little bit. Yeah, it's stressing me out. I mean, me personally, not so much because I think banks are clever at structuring around these things. They've had time to prepare. Yeah. But I think there are a lot of smaller institutions yeah. uh, that maybe aren't so well prepared. They don't know how the system will work going forwards. And yeah. you're quite right. That will, that will impact people. Right, okay. Well... Yeah, well, we, we well we're just talking to people and they've they've fallen like we've fallen out with family members and stuff like that. You haven't had the you haven't fallen out with any sort of friends or family over that sort of thing. Uh, no one in London, I think, it, it's it's fair to say it's a unanimous view here uh, in London from my friends certainly. Yeah. But, uh, 
you know, Brexit is a bad thing, uh, just from the cosmopolitan nature of the city, yeah. uh, you know, the diverse background of people. Yeah. But I think certainly my friends in the regions have a different view yeah. standpoint, and that's not necessarily along socioeconomic grounds. Yeah. That's, that's just, you know, it could just be a, a view of what Britain should look yeah. like going forwards. Yeah, but, um, but not worth falling out over, though. No, certainly not. Do you think we can uh, move on from this? Whatever happens, do you think we will come together as a nation? I think we will do. I think that's the British mentality, really, but it might take a bit of time. Yep, stiff upper lip <laughs> and all that. <laughs> all right, thank you for that. No thank worries. you, cheers. Thanks very much. Hello, sir. How are you? We are from the Man Up Men's Mental Health Podcast. Have you got a minute to have a little word with us? I'm not from London. I'm from Germany. Oh, okay. Oh, that's even better. Even better, <laughs> man. <laughs> so we were just asking people about their views on, on Brexit. That's it. Not, not, we don't want to know whether it's a good or a bad thing. We just want to know whether um, people have fallen out over it because um, we've had family members that have fallen out and friends and that so from an outsider's point of view what do you think we should do as a nation to try and come together you should come to a conclusion <laughs> <laughs> yes. without uh, delaying it any further i mean it's been when was the vote two years ago one and a half years ago yeah two, year, two, years, ago? two, years, two years ago yeah and then in the last three months people start fighting whether they should do it or not how they should do it and yeah. 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 Seems a little bit uh, strange for us, for as outsiders. From an outsider point yeah. of view, do you think we're just all a bit sort of mad, and and we should just sort of, you know, just come, just get on with it, basically? You should come to a conclusion whether it is staying with the EU or doing the Brexit, whatever it is. Just yes. finally, there should be some conclusion and some clarity for everybody. Yeah. 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 Wise words, indeed. Uh, they're definitely not worth falling out. And do you think, as uh, in terms of falling out with people, do you think uh, Britain and Europe? can move on from this do you think we'll still be friends you know do you think we can you know <laughs> whatever the decision will be we will still be friends good good sure i'm glad i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad any reason why that shouldn't happen <laughs> yeah well i can only apologize for our behavior anyway sorry about that okay no all right cheers then thank you thank bye bye you. thank you very much we go hello sir how are you we are from the man up men's mental health podcast and we are discussing brexit today has brexit been stressing you out not at all. It hasn't been stressing you out at no, all? not at all. Not in any way? You haven't fallen out with any, like, friends about it and any arguments? Nothing? Not at all. Oh, that's amazing. You must be the only person in the world. So why, why is that? Is it because you're cutting it out? You're not even thinking about it? You're just, like, letting people get on with it? Or you just think it's all going brilliantly? It's just I just cut it out. You've just cut it out? Yeah, yeah, that's oh, right. I think that's good advice. Wait, it's the way forward, it's the way forward. It's because uh, the, the discussion doesn't actually make any impact on, and, and no one knows what's going on, so. Yeah. Like, we just have to wait till. Yeah. Basically, like, so if you have a conversation about it, it doesn't really, like, determine an outcome. I think you're one of the lucky ones then, though, you know, like, because I think you've said, you've you've fallen out with family about it. Yeah. I've got... We know people that have had friends that have had like you know very different opinions and stuff. So, what's the secret? Because you, you kind of know the limitation of your decision power. Like even if you have an argument about it, it doesn't really change anything. So why should I argue about something that doesn't determine the outcome? It's, but I mean, the future is going to change, though. You're not worried about how things are going to change in the I future. No, I know there's implications for it. But if I if I have a sit at a table, then I will definitely debate about it all day long. But because I don't feel like I have a seat at the tables, I don't believe there's a democracy. So that's right. why I don't actually like 
involved in those debates. I've got people like that, people who just think governments, you know, that you know, we people don't really have a have a say yeah, anyway, yeah, and they'll they just governments actually. will do what they will do, whatever. Of course, uh, of course we we have to do a referendum, of course, but actually, even the the people that promoted the referendum pushed their own agenda. They didn't really educate the masses and. Now that the referendum happened, a lot of things just went into the toilets. So. Yeah. So, like, it's, so it's. Do you really have a seat at the table? N not really. <laughs> so what? So what? So what for you? What is is personally, if you're if you don't believe in in sort of governments per se a, as they are, yeah. how how do you make an impact in your life? Just with friends and try and be as positive as you can with friends and family. Uh, I think I think everyone has to take take responsibility for their own lives like you have to um, look at the rules and the limitations that has been presented to you and then decide on can I live the life of meaning within these rules and limitation if you can't do it then you have to find out the, another place where you can live the life of meaning right so my best advice is if you can't do it in the UK then find the country you can do it in yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, maybe not Europe because we've probably <laughs> not allowed it. We won't be allowed in there. Much like debates, I just, I, I that's, that's. Well, we don't way. really want to debate, to be honest. I mean, leave or remain, it, it's, it's irrelevant, really. We're, we're just if thinking you ask about. Why I want, I want to remain. So, like, I think basically having borders makes no sense. So yes, I'm, I'm with you a, there. A book to go from one yeah. soil to the other soil makes no sense. So yeah. yeah. There's a lot of things in the yeah. society that doesn't have logical. Yeah, we you know we only had passports for the last sort of eighty years, but before that yeah. we didn't have borders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's borders just, are like, just. Ride, you can just ride on your horses or something and just go from one point to the other point. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, get, obviously, get, there, obviously, there's two arguments for that, you know, borders and border control and stuff like that, but. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I, on the general, general sense of, I think that we should be able to go and visit everywhere and on a horse. Get yourself a horse. That's the answer. <laughs> But we, we live in a society that we have to we have to use passports and there's yeah. border control, so you yeah. have to follow those rules as yeah. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just because so, people are lucky enough to be like that, you know, like birthed out into a certain country, doesn't mean they're better than anyone else, does it? Really? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, have a good day, guys. Thank you very much. That's great. Thank you. Cheers. He was cool, wasn't he? Very cool. He was cool. He didn't. Uh, I could see he, cool. he didn't want to talk at first, did he? But then, he then he sort of opened it's a bit up. Like you, I don't want to talk about it. And then you went on a ten-minute rant. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we've got to be braver. Right, here we go. Braver. Okay. Everyone's got their earphones in. Well, this guy's getting it. Here we go. Okay, go on in. This nice. man. Here. Hello, sir. Have you got two seconds for a podcast? Okay. <laughs> Hello, yeah. sir. Man, man, man up, men's mental health podcast, and we are asking you: yeah. Is Brexit stressing you out? Uh, yeah, because I'm French and uh, I want to stay here and I uh, think that uh, I will have like uh, to apply for like uh, some kind of permit to stay in UK and to work in UK, yeah? Yes. Oh, so it's actually having a real uh, like actual impact on you, you know, your, your, whether you're actually going to be here or not. Yeah, so, I think yeah. I want to stay in, uh, in UK, in London and uh, uh, the fact that I will have to apply for like a permit to stay or permit to work is stressing me. Yeah. Of course, yeah, I don't know. That's a real stress. That's a stress that we've not looked at. We've looked at it from a UK point of view, but as a, you know, well, a, a national living in, yeah, it can be different. Do you have family here? Uh, he, uh, here, staying with my sister. Okay. Yeah, my sister. All my family live in France. Okay. Yeah. And you work here as well, obviously? Yeah, I do. I'm a teacher. I sit in business. 
at uh, uh, Labograph College and CityLit. So is there any uncertainty around your job, things like that? No, 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 no. just the fact that I will, ha I will have to apply for like a permit to work and to stay, I think. Yeah. yeah. And to renew it every six or 12 months, I think, that kind of things, and as well for like, uh, um, the kind, like uh, maybe I will have uh, to apply for a special, uh, uh, I call it uh, healthcare, or to pay more than others. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. For GP and other kind of things. So obviously that's all on your mind. So is that affecting you day to day? Like, is it something that's bothering you? Like, uh, I mean, for example, when I get stressed, I, you know, I don't function very well. Andy gets stressed, he sort of like gets headaches and pain, is it? Yeah, he does. Yeah, actually, yeah, he does, yeah. So it's really, really having an effect on you. Yeah, yeah, he does. Okay, well, well, we we hope you get a, a good outcome uh, fr from it. Um, yeah. You know, I think they just. You, I think the point is they need to come up with a decision one way or the other because at the moment when you don't know what's going to happen, that's yeah. the worst, isn't it? Having that uncertainty. Yeah. I, I hope that uh, Theresa May will uh, uh, get a good deal for all uh, uh, European citizens who live and work in U in London, UK. Yeah, and uh, this that they will not uh, ask us to apply for. Permit to stay, permit to work. Last mm. last week, I had to go to post office uh, to apply for uh, like an international uh, driving license, and right. paid, I paid for it. Right. Yeah, because now, if for example, I go to France for holiday, I can't use uh, my full li driving license from UK. It won't be viable in April right. after Brexit. After Brexit. Yeah. Right. It won't be. Yeah. Right. Well, well, man. Well, I wish, I wish, uh, I hope you get. I mean, because you're, you're obviously. Um, creating a very positive impact. Right? You know, you're working here, yeah. you're teaching here, yeah. you know, you're contributing to society. And so, so someone like yourself, uh, yeah. you shouldn't be um, penalised in yeah. any way, in my opinion. So yeah. I hope you have a good outcome and I hope it doesn't get too okay, stressful yeah. for you. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Thank you, no worries. Thanks for talking to us. Obviously, when I think of British, I think of being a UK citizen and yeah. da -da -da, quite selfishly. Yeah. Know. But people um, who are actually from Europe that live here, it's 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 a whole new level of stress, mm. isn't it, basically? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Oh, this man looks quite open, doesn't uh, he? So, quickly, how are you? Man Up Men's Mental Health Podcast, and we are talking Brexit. Is Brexit stressing you out? Uh, not really, to be honest. Not. And why, is that, why? why is that? Um, to be honest, it doesn't affect me in any ways. Yeah. And uh, I think it's it's fine. What about work and travel and things like that? You're not worried about that no, at all? Not at all. That's not good. All. I think it's good for the UK Brexit. I think we need a Brexit. Good. We oh. need to get out of the UK. I think UK can be it's it can be rely it UK can rely on itself. We don't need any other countries. And 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 do you all your friends uh, feel the same way and yes. family? Yes. Everyone. Everyone. You, so yes. no that you've got no Remainer friends or family at all. Everyone um, feels the same. I have some. In, of course, I've got colleagues and all those yeah. Remainers. And have you uh, fallen out with them, or you're fine? You know, you. you no, no. It's we have some healthy discussions, but it's fine. Good. Yeah. That's that's. I think that's the key. Maturity, have, healthy discussions. Healthy yeah. discussions. Yeah. Healthy yeah. Discussions, yeah. Th that is the way. Fine. That is a way to do it. Well, I'm glad you you're you're optimistic. You made me feel a bit more optimistic. You know, to have that faith <laughs> in, in, in that, and you know, maybe. Maybe well, that's how we should look at yeah. it, you know, get on with it. I think, I personally believe, like, look, because it's a new thing, uh, Brexit, it's, it's uh, like people, whenever they get out of the comfort zone, you know, they have this uh, fear, 
but fear of change but as time progressing down five years seven years down the line it should be okay look there are so many countries out there which are self-reliant i don't see why you cannot cannot be self-reliant uk like it conquered it ruled like half of the world Come on, we yeah, have got brains. Yeah, yeah, through slightly, slightly dodgy means, a bit of slavery you know, and a bit a of small, that, you know. A <laughs> but yes, like UK ruled over half of the world. Yes, they okay. had all the management capability. The brain power was based in the UK, and there was a big empire out there. Yeah, the Brexit. Yeah, is I think it's it's it's, it's not a big deal. Okay. It is achievable, and uh, we are gonna be far off if Brexit uh, happens. To be honest. Uh, okay, a new a new empire up with the Raj and <laughs> on, on, onwards and forward. Okay, cheers then. Thank you Bye -bye. very much. Thank you very much. Oh, oh yeah. Hello, sir. How are you? Hello. Man up men's mental health podcast, and we are asking gentlemen: Is Brexit causing you any stress? Well, I think yes, probably. The lack of decision about Brexit is causing me stress. Rather, I mean, I, I voted against Brexit, so, but I'm prepared to tolerate the Theresa May arrangement. Mm -hmm. uh, what we need to do is to make a decision, and it seems to be clearer and clearer that this decision is simply a, an exit decision, that actually it leaves so much open to change and to possibilities after we've signed the withdrawal agreement, that really all this fussing about the withdrawal agreement is crazy, except, of course, Northern Ireland. I mean, that is a genuine problem. That really is a problem. And, and do, do you all your sort of friends and family uh, feel the same way as you, or have you fallen out with anyone <laughs> as a result of well, that? Well, I try and not talk to people, actually. And I mean, I slightly fear that that might happen if one got too locked into... So I have to admit to a certain level of cowardice in sort of avoiding the subject. Why? Do you, are, they, are there people you know who feel completely oh, different to well, you? Well, yes, both sides. People who think, you know, no deal, Brexit, you know, whatever the costs. Um, people I know who are basically so much hostile to the idea of Brexit that they get apoplectic if you suggest... Yeah any compromise at all. So, yeah, I mean, it yeah, really has been a polarizing, an incredible polarizing situation. I tr I'm trying to occupy some sort of middle ground, but it's, yeah. it seems that few people make the effort. I think that's key. The compromise is the key because no one, as I said a bit earlier, no one's going to get exactly what they want. So you just have to find a way, a, a middle ground and try and come together a little bit more because, uh, you know, do you think there's a sort of na Brexit psyche now where everyone's just a little bit more depressed? <laughs> I think they, there's certainly evidence that people are more polarised, that actually people have dug in. Whether they're more depressed, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, whether yeah. people are more depressed. Or I think I see it. New to the government. <laughs> I don't know the answer. No one knows the answer yet. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for your well, views. I mean, uh, yeah, let's hope it, there is a sort of... Uh, are you what are you broadcasting? Or you're making a podcast? Yeah, so we're doing a podcast. So if you search um, Man Up UK Men's right. Mental Health Podcast, um, right. we're, we're there. And it's, it's specifically on... I see, on so you're particularly interested in depression and that kind of thing. Uh, depression, anxiety, uh, yeah, stress, yeah, yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of thing. I yeah, you, yeah. Yes. This is the Brexit podcast. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. Well, good luck. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so thank much you. for your time. Yes.
Oh, there's a man over there. Look, he's staring. He's looking out into space. He doesn't know what to do with himself. He's running. There he, oh, no, he's running. Oh, God. Yep. See, they come. I'm out of here. How about these two boys? I mean, the man from... Oh, let's go here. Here we go. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. Lovely. Hello. Hello, fellas. We're doing a men's mental health podcast, and we're wondering whether Brexit is stressing you boys out in any way, shape, or form. Whether you've fallen out with people over it. How do you feel about Brexit? And not, not. We don't want to know whether you'll leave or remain or whatever. We just want to know whether it's all stressing you out or not. With Brexit, we have no control. Why um, use the energy that you need for other things, worrying about something you've got not, no control about? But what about the things, uh, the consequences of it? You know, that like if something like, you know, if the economy sort of goes down the panel, you're not worried about possibly the future, or you might be a le you might be a leave and you might be excited about the future. You know, I don't know, but you know, there are there there could be ripples. You know, I mean, you've got no control over it, but things could change. But but you're not worried about that at all in any way. Again, I'm going back to what I've said before. I don't have any control over it. Yeah. I would prefer it never happened. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that my pound would go a lot further. Yes. Than, than it's going at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm luckily being in a position where I can go on holiday a lot. Yeah. And I can go on holiday a little bit less now. Yeah. And what about your friends and family? Do they all think the same of you? Have you fallen out with anyone over it at all? Have you had any sort of arguments or debates or anything? Or is everyone all like-minded and everyone sort of thinks the same as you? I think everybody has, has had some sort of discussion over it. Uh, I've not had an argument. Right. Um, but we've had a discussion on different points of view. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I could see the passion in it yeah yeah i don't personally have that passion yes uh and right. the people that i uh associate with don't tend to have that passion either right They'd sooner talk about things in a steady yeah measured way yeah because again you're using energy which yeah is what you're wasting so you think there's a there's a bit of a hysteria over it that's a little bit of wasted energy really there's sort i think i think so yeah i think there's a lot of wasted energy we need our politicians to get together. Yep. I think. Yep. Um, and not be so divided. Yep. Because being divided only works for us not to work. Not exactly. for it not to work. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. And it's very difficult, you know, because it's not split down party lines. There's people on the left, people on the right that f feel all different things so it's quite hard to get people together but yeah. i think people are just sort of fed up now aren't they really they just want to sort completely of fed up yeah yeah <laughs> well I'm, i'll tell you what we'll, we'll try and take some inspiration from you two fellas you know water off a duck's back i think that's the Absolutely way to do it i think that's mindset, the way to do it you know and that's i think that's the key thing things that you can't control why put you know why let your mind still worry on it exactly exactly i'm gonna say goodbye gents oh okay Oh, thank this, you so much for your time. Thank break. you thank both. You, thank you, fellas. Yeah. Hello, sir. Just one second. We're doing a we're doing a men's mental health podcast. We're just asking people whether they're getting stressed out over Brexit at all. No, to be honest, not bothered. You're not bothered. No. At all. And why aren't you bothered? Because can't impact it. So what's the point? Just let them get on with it. We've had a few people say that. And what, and does everyone feel the same? Have any friends or family that feel the same way, or have you fallen out with anyone? No, no. To be fair, obviously, some people get 
too too kind of involved in it. Obviously, just let him get on with it and do the thing. And yeah, that's it really. And you got faith in the in the government to just to, <laughs> to do the right thing. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Who who knows what's going to happen? I think as long as it's good for business, then I'm I'm happy. And you're not going to be affected personally one way or the um, other. The company I work for might be. So hopefully, hopefully not. So. Right. Okay. So so basically, your advice to people is. Don't stress out about it and don't let it get to you. Uh, and that's it, really. Yeah. Let him get on with it. Okay, fair enough. Thank, Thank you very you much. Time. Cheers. Cheers. Right. Thank you. Sir. So. Yeah, we're doing a men's mental health podcast and we're just asking people whether Brexit is stressing them out at all. Oh, God. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Um, <laughs> How so? Well, the, un the future is uncertain. Mm -hmm. You know, even in 2016 and now, regardless of what side of the argument you're on, I think everyone can agree that it's divisive yep. and um, whatever happens, half the population are going to be pissed off. Have you, and you've, have you had any personal divisions in your life, like family members or friends that you've fallen out with or argued no, with? No, not really, to be honest. Oh, that's good. I've, I've always been someone that can relate to both sides of the argument. Good. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 no, There's no clear-cut answer to it. If there was yep. a clear-cut answer, there wouldn't be a 50-50, more or less 50-50 division on it. Yeah. Because... Both sides have some points, but neither of them are really like, there's no clear answer, you know? And, and you it's just a fucking mess, to be honest. I don't know if I'm sorry if I can't swear. No, you can uh, swear. You okay. you can. You're sitting on the fence then, uh, basically. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that they should just call it off now at this point because they've just fucked the whole thing up. It could have gone a lot smoother. They could have just basically been like Switzerland or fucking Norway and just basically been de facto part of the EU, follow the rules that make the most sense anyway. But then the main argument would be for Brexit, which I do kind of understand, is having sovereignty. And I believe in personal sovereignty. Fuck national sovereignty. Fuck nationalism. Yeah. But I do believe in sovereignty, like having yeah. you know, liberty to make your own choices, yeah. and on a, at least on a personal level. But I don't think that Brexit is going to deliver that. I think that yeah, but, well, there are people that think they're having their choices made for them, and and they're the wrong ones. You know, that's why people are getting maybe sort of stressed yeah, out. I, I can see they're not wrong about that. Yeah. but it's just delegating that to yeah. either the EU or Westminster. Yeah. You're just basically choosing who's going to make your decisions yeah. for you. Yeah, and that's parliamentary democracy. That's pe you know, people are like, oh, Westminster, they don't represent us. Well, yeah, they do. That's what the elections are for. That's what parliamentary, you know. And I think their indecision is actually a reflection of the country's indecision and you know i mean in the end there'll be a conclusion one way or the other you know and uh, yeah i don't know if there ever will be a conclusion people are well, just going to be, bang, be bang surely on about it for the rest of time <laughs> 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 maybe um, so, and by the way we're not asking you because it's a men's mental health podcast so there is a lady standing there and um, you can whisper whisper your views to him and he could say you're together are you oh that's views lovely the same. how long how long have this you been together <laughs> No, we just met today. Sorry. Oh, did you just meet today? Oh, you you make. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, look at that. Well, good luck on your interview. Be decisive. Yes. Make a clear-cut decision and do well. That's easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> Not just for me, but for everyone. So. And and what's your advice to people who are getting stressed about Brexit? What would you say to them? I would say that um, try and like the problems that we have in this country are not. You can try and put the blame on Westminster or the EU, and to some degree that might be true. But ultimately, it comes down to what we all decide to do with our lives that is going to make the most difference. Yeah. And if you're feeling depressed or you have some other kind of mental illness, the only thing, and I, it, this is not knocking you or saying that it's your fault, but the only thing 
that can ever get you out of that is your own choice to do so. Yeah. And uh, that's not easy. And, you know, sometimes you might need support for that or whatever. Yeah. Um, but either way, you have to choose to be like, no one, happiness doesn't just come to you. It's, it's, uh, it's something you actually have to choose. And then even once you choose it, you have to work on it. On it. And then that's, but you know what I mean? I, yeah. That's, and that's not, the, I'm not saying that it's people like, that depression isn't real or that it's not their fault, that it's their fault or whatever. That's not what I'm saying at all. But it is, it is a choice to get out of it, you know? Yeah. It's something that isn't going to just happen by itself, uh, unfortunately. I, I, know what you, I know what you're saying, man. Yeah, really well, interesting I, point. I, well I, hear, I hear you. Well, anyway, anyway right, thank go, you. Yeah, yeah, good luck. Best. Yeah, nice one. Thank nice you one. so much. Right, we're absolutely getting pissed on here now. It's starting to rain again. Do we want to do one more? Or it's do we cold want, as well, isn't it? It's, it's cold. cold do, My hands are getting numb. Do yeah. Hello, sir. Man Up Men's Mental Health Podcast. And we are asking questions on Brexit. Oh, is right. it stressing you out or is it causing you any like mental health issues? It is stressing me out, mainly because we're trying to move house and people aren't buying our house. Because no! Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> because people are waiting for after Brexit. So, yeah, it is very stressful. Oh, right. So that's a direct impact yeah. that it's having on you. And what about, um, you know, in terms of friends and family? Have you fallen out with anyone about it? No. You haven't? Nothing like that. Right, no. right. Oh, that's good. Uh, falling out with estate agents mainly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's fair enough. You know, that's un definitely understandable. So do you think there's a, a, a Brexit um, mentality in, in Britain at the moment that's, that's slightly negative and slightly depressed? Yeah, I think that there's um, a lot of reluctance to spend, a lot of reluctance to go out, a lot of reluctance to do quite a lot of things, go on holidays, etc. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you see a light at the end of the tunnel? Um, yeah, there will be a light at the end of the tunnel. There always is, but what that is, I can't tell you. <laughs> right, right. But Brexit itself, apart from the house moving thing, uh, you don't, do you, do you trust sort of, you know, the government just to get it all sorted? And or, I mean, <laughs> are you fearful for the future? Um, I'm not sure whether it's this government, but something will get sorted out in the future. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. Well, I like your optimism and uh, good luck with your house. Thank you very much. And who is, who is it? Foxton's, is it? No, <laughs> no, no. no. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> Thank you very right. much. Bye -bye. Well, great laugh. Cheers, thanks, mate. Thanks. Right, I think that's going to be it. Uh, you, you think? Should we, uh, should, we, should we get back should in Should we the, retreat? Yeah, yeah, let's retreat. Back to the okay. uh, warmth. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you know what I forgot to mention? <gasps> oh, my God. Sacrilege. I'm going to be killed. So, Off with his head. So we are at LCCM, the London... College of Creative Media. Boom, still got it. And uh, they have kindly let us record this podcast in their premises, which is invaluable for us. If you do want to do a uh, degree, a music degree or a creative writing degree or any of so and that sort of thing. Search no further. Search no further than, than LCCM. Thank you. But, um, so, so yeah, so if you do hear in the, in the very sort of far background someone going, it's um, it's uh, it's singing, um, because right next to us there are people singing. Um, <laughs> sounds good though, doesn't it? She's got a set of pipes on her, man. She's fantastic. She is voice. a great. She's a great. Singer. Absolutely. Yeah, Santa, Santa. Yeah, she's got a great voice. So anyway, so um, what did you think of that? The uh, our our. <laughs> what did? <laughs> 
what did you think of our uh, <laughs> so I'm laughing because we did it so long ago he can't Tommy can't remember the face uh, the face he's pulling you were well I um I realized that bloke who uh spoke about Brexit and uh, <laughs> well I th- so so my conclusion was that most of them are um sort of blanking it out of their brains and they're saying what will be what what will be will be there's nothing they can do about it so there's no point in stressing about it that was the main thing i got i think that's the key thing isn't it and um yeah i genuinely do think that a lot of people it's it's sad because i think a lot of people generally have just sort of given up yeah and that's beaten into submission isn't it yeah and it's sort of that's quite scary it's a bit like um Animal Farm, you know, yeah. George Orwell. Oh, not that Animal Farm. Not, no, not, not, not that one. Not the not film. That one, not okay. that one. Not right, the, okay. So. The book. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a learned okay. man, yes. Okay, right. No, you know, where just just keep on having more taken, more taken and get downtrodden. It's like, yeah, I think that was the sort of general consensus that I got from it. Everyone was just like, look, what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. We just get on with it. I mean, there, was, there was that one bloke who um, was wanted us to go back to the the Raj, the the Empire days. Do you remember that? <laughs> he said, he said England, England is good. We should uh, go back to <laughs> go go back when they ruled the world. That was quite fantastic, actually. Yeah, and I was that thinking, was quite fantastic. Yeah, I did feel for the um, oh, we didn't forget a name, but the the, the French guy. Yeah, who said, you know, it really is actually affecting him. Really, uh, he was the one I think that stood yeah. out for me. It really was affecting him. Obviously, he works here. He's a, he was a teacher. Yeah. And, you know, so again, he's contributing to the society. Yeah. He's doing well. He's having a positive input in our future generations. Yeah. And he has to go and passports. And he doesn't know whether he can stay here or not. Or, or not. Yeah. And imagine yeah. that. It's almost like that's, yeah, that, that did sort of strike a chord. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Well, so yeah, it's definitely not worth falling out um, about with 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 loved ones um, who never spoke about Europe um, four years ago. There's no point in 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 falling out about about it. Um, it will happen soon. Um, I, I you know I think we will leave, um, and then you know let's get back to the more important things in life that um, government should should worry about. You know the the sort of health and and you know looking after people which is i i think is much much more important yeah. um so so yeah so so brexit schmecks it is is the conclusion is that the conclusion the conclusion brexit schmecks it brexit schmecks it so i did promise um that we will uh we're coming to the end now so i did promise that we would talk about um how you can stay in touch with us because we never do so um being uh, like like a bit like Boris Johnson, I'm going to um, pass over the stressful part of the of the running it to to, to Tommy um, and leave you to do the, the the heavy work, and I'll just dive in when when um, Thank you get the glory at the very end. Much. Okay, so um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are manup underscore men's mental health, and that's us on Instagram. That's manup underscore men's mental health. And on Twitter, which is also our handle, which is also our handle, we are at ManUp Podcast, all one word, ManUp Podcast on Twitter. And finally, our Facebook page, 
is go on Andy you give us that one because I'm just trying to remember it off the top of my head and, and you can't read my <laughs> writing our Facebook page is Man Up UK Men's Mental Health uh, that isn't final because we've got our web page as well there we go our web page which is www.manupuk.com oh that was almost like a little jingle wasn't it just should do it again www.manupuk.com Anyway, so that was a, that's quite a, a rambling and sprawling uh, podcast uh, where we covered from everything from getting the wobbles, Kanye West to Brexit. Um, are we are we done with Brexit now? Are we going to talk about Brexit again? Have you got it out of your system? I think not quite. He paused. So uh, stay tuned for part two for the time being because because <laughs> we don't we don't want to lose listeners, uh, do we? Really, we're trying to gain <laughs> listeners. Okay, so so Brexit definitely on hold. Well. Definitely for the summer holidays anyway. Um, okay, that's it. That's been Man Up Men's Mental Health Podcast. We've been Andy and Tommy. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye.